Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Work Happy, the new podcast all about workplace happiness, brought to you by WorkLife, with me, journalist Angelica Malin. This season, we're going on a journey to dig deep into the secrets of workplace happiness with advice from experts, entrepreneurs and coaches in the field. This week, I'm joined by Hilary Rowland, co-founder of Boom Cycle, to explore the benefits of exercise for workplace happiness. I hope you enjoy. to work happy my first guest on this season is the fantastic Hilary Rowland co-founder of Boom Cycle thank you so much for joining me um, first off can you just tell us a little bit about Boom Cycle for those that don't know absolutely so Boom Cycle um, is a lifestyle company that specializes in spinning but it's spinning that that's a bit different than ever before so we firstly focus on the mind and about how you feel rather than anything about aesthetics or how you look we create the entire experience to allow the rider to totally escape just for that time they're with us in the studio so they can switch off and and just be just for that time. Um, it is obviously, uh, well, maybe you don't know, but it is a, a really good and effective workout as well. But our focus is first on uh, the escapism and the mental health. I really like that because I think so many workouts are just focused on the aesthetic and how many calories you're going to burn and everything like that. And actually, I've always felt so fab after a moon cycle spin and it is so amazing for your mind more than anything and for your energy and your positivity. I'm so glad that you feel that way. No. Yeah, me too. It's like my go-to. If I feel like I'm down or I'm frustrated or somebody's made me angry, I know that if I can go in the studio and just get a boom in, then I'm going to feel like a different person. Mm. I solve problems on the bike all the time. Do you think that's one of the reasons you have such a cult following? Is that, I mean, that feeling afterwards? I think definitely because it's undeniable and everybody always says it's their reset button. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So I want to talk a little bit about your journey into health and fitness. Have you always been interested? Have you always been healthy and enjoyed working out? Well, um, I started doing, I guess, physical exercise when I was younger. I mean, when I was three years old, I started dance shortly thereafter, floor gymnastics, um, and then played loads of sports in school. Um, then my focus switched when I was, um, I started modeling, gosh, 1995, so when I was 15. Um, and it started to switch to be something that was more aesthetic focused. Mm. Um, and I did that for a long time you know, based on aesthetics because it was, you know, a job that really requires it. Then after I really started to um, start to get away from modeling and, and focus more on, you know, creating my business and all of that, I discovered that it's so much more rewarding to do it without that 
added pressure or focus on aesthetics and that if I focus more on how I felt, then it made me happier in the end. So, um, so I had like, I guess like a long journey with like three different huge focuses, Mm -hmm. but I am the happiest now with my relationship with exercise. I Mm -hmm. think that I've ever been in my life. Did modeling ever put too much pressure on exercise and food and looking good? Was it an external pressure that you felt? I definitely felt it for sure. Um, I mean, I guess I sort of just got along and and went with the flow because, I mean, back then, I don't know if it's still the same now, but you were getting paid very well to do not that many hours of work and all this stuff. And I was like, well, that's what it takes. So I would do it. But yeah, I I definitely worked out (laughs) super crazy hard um, without eating probably nearly as much as I would have now. Um, And uh, and yeah, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't really upset about it, but it definitely feels a lot more positive now. Mm, yeah, the, that pressure isn't on so much. Absolutely. Well, no, right now I just want to feel good and it's so freeing to just worry about how I feel. Yeah, more than anything. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's sometimes where people's relationship with exercise goes a bit wrong is that we, that it, it isn't about the feeling good, it's about the looking good and, and then you kind of get a slightly problematic relationship with exercise developing? Absolutely. Um, also because it takes the joy out of it. If you look at it almost like as a punishment, for not being where you want to be, then it starts to have such a negative connotation. Um, and then you're going to do it more begrudgingly. You might do it less, and then you're going to get less results as well. So I feel that it's easier to stick with something if you really enjoy it and it makes you feel good. Mm. What's some advice you can give to people who perhaps feel like their relationship with exercise has gone a bit wrong or uh, that perhaps it, the relationship isn't really serving them? I would say focus more on the the positive aspects. Um, you know, the thoughts on your mind that you repeat over and over, even on your inner monologue, are going to affect you so much. So when you're done with your workout, be like, I'm really proud of myself. Um, I feel really good. Um, That's a really great effort I put in. If you start giving yourself these little messages of praise, it's going to help build up your confidence as well. And it's proven that doing um, exercise anyway does build up confidence, also Mm -hmm. because you're spending time on yourself and your well-being. Um, So if you can just edge your thought system over over to the left a little bit, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then I think uh, people might find it a lot more rewarding. Yeah, well, we did a campaign together, this amazing campaign that you ran about misconceptions around exercise and the social media version of working out and trying to change that a little bit, that women do actually sweat and they don't always wear a full face of makeup <laughs> totally. when they're working out. Uh, do you think social media has had a big impact on our relationship with exercise? I feel it totally has. I feel that, um, unfortunately, some people don't don't realize that everything on Instagram isn't real. Um, you know, people like will pose like they're working out, but as you said, in a full face of makeup with their hair done and there are no sweat marks on their clothes anywhere. Um, but that's not real. So I personally have tried as well um, to post sweaty selfies like one or two every week of me just like drenched in sweat, like my hair is an absolute mess. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got sweat marks, like not just on my bra, but on my leggings and not great places, but whatever, because that's what working out really looks like. And it's powerful. And it feels good. So why should we hide, you know, that truth? I don't understand, um, you know, what the what the reason is for everyone to come and be like, oh, I look beautiful, but I'm fake working out. And I don't get it. Well, I've heard horror stories of people of fitness influencers putting on the outfits and going to stand outside Barry's Bootcamp or whatever, fully, you know, having not worked out, but pretending that they did so that they look all perfect and made up. And I think it's quite a damaging thing because then you don't you get put off exercising. So you think, well, I don't look like that. Absolutely. 
and and people are afraid if if they're not going to look like the influencer that you know they you know admire that there's no way that they can do this they can't be seen in public and that's ridiculous I mean I understand the pressure of course but I just want to hug them and be like no you're wonderful just as you are like the sweatier the better like mm. get that feeling mm. also with with body image and, and body size as well I think it puts certain body shapes people with different body shapes off exercising because they're not seeing themselves reflected online enough so they feel like oh well that kind of exercise is exclusive to that kind of body type and I can't do this I can't do that is that something you've seen a bit of boom cycle um, well I feel that um, even in, in I mean gosh it's always been like this all of our instructors have many different body types mm. and, and you know we love that all we want is for everyone to be strong and happy I think it's important um, when you're in a position of leadership in fitness to, to be strong mm-hmm. of course but you don't need to fit any specific um, you know cookie cutter body shape mm-hmm. and um, I feel like we're pretty well represented mm-hmm. in uh, in our staff what's some stuff that you would like to see differently online when it comes to fitness um, I guess I would like to see people celebrating um, obviously a lot more of the reality of, of what working out really looks like mm-hmm. um, and of course I think that you're correct that not all body sizes and, and shapes are supported and you know, out there as much as they could be. So it would be great if everyone could find a role model or, you know, be exposed to a role model that fits what they see in themselves, mm-hmm. um, just so they don't feel so alone. And so that, you know, if you have something positive to, um, I guess, associate with, mm-hmm. it's going to help you in your daily life. Yeah. And encourage you to exercise in a positive way. And Absolutely. Take some of the pressure off. Yeah, totally. And enjoy it more. And then if you do it, enjoy it more, you're going to do it more. Mm, definitely. I think that that enjoyment is so important. We have such a problem with seeing exercise as a bit of a punishment or something you do because you've eaten too many pancakes or whatever it is rather than something to actually really celebrate it. Totally. And that's the, that's the feeling I think I used to have a lot when I was modeling as well. And like, I love, I love eating and I love drinking. I love my wine, but I would be like, oh my God, I just had a cheeseburger, which I love to have. And then I would go run like nine miles just mm. to get rid of it, which I think is a form of exercise. Believe me, I'm looking at it back, like back now. Um, but no, I mean, I'm in a much better place. Yeah. Well, no, but it's, I think it's not talked about enough but that's a lot of the reason that people exercise is that they feel guilty they want to get rid of feelings of shame or whatever it is and they think that that the exercise is a solution but then it becomes a bit of a crutch for for other problems really yeah totally so coming a little bit on to workplace happiness which is the theme of this season um what is the secret that you found running a, a successful business to creating a happy workplace encouraging staff to be happy and creating an environment where people thrive well um i mean we've always had Gosh, I mean, we've always had the thing where everybody pitches in, so everybody will get down and dirty um, from like whatever position you're in. Everybody will will do whatever needs to be done, which is great. Um, everybody has a voice for sure. We let everyone know that their ideas are welcome, and you know, my husband, who's my partner, our doors are always open. If you have something that you you know need to chat about, or if you have an idea, or if you want to propose, I mean, perhaps a new position. We've had people do that before. Um, we're always willing to listen. Um, and gosh, it's about not taking ourselves too seriously. Mm. Um, and we also have, I mean, there's many rules that we have. One is like, don't wear suits to work, which is quite funny. But another one is, is like, um, if you have something to speak to someone about, um, it, try to do it face to face first. If you can't do it face to face, then call. And then afterwards you can follow up with a written message in an email or, um, we use Slack so on Slack. Mm. Um, but it really helps communication. And look, I don't always get that right. Um, sometimes I'll like, you know, blast off a Slack message and I'm like, damn, I was supposed to call that person instead. But I think that um, the underlying effort to 
get that done and like as we get it done most of the time it really helps with communication what was the idea behind that so people are, are uh, communicating better yes because I feel like a lot of things get lost in translation when it's just words like cold hard on a page and um it's better when when you communicate with empathy, which you can only really see um, face-to-face or through voice, mm-hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> so with a, with your core team, um, is there a hierarchy with different job roles, or is it more like a startup feel where people are all really involved and there, aren't, there isn't a hierarchy structure? I mean, there has to be a hierarchy in a way, because everyone has different responsibilities. And so there's got to be a protocol, um, because, you know, for instance, like, my door is always open, but I don't need to know when the towel delivery didn't arrive. You know what I mean? Because that's not really my domain. Yeah. So there's a hierarchy in that way um, for protocol, but um, everyone, everyone's voice is equal. Um, you know, obviously, so there's people probably shouldn't be coming in, and like, unless they know something about something, you know, don't say, well, I wouldn't have invested this in, I wouldn't use that towel company. Maybe they could say they wouldn't use the towel company. I don't know. Getting off on a tangent. <laughs> so bloody towels. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And with physical well-being, how important is that to to Boom Cycle in terms of when you have staff involved? Are you always encouraging them to, to look after their physical well-being? Absolutely, for sure. Um, so it's complimentary classes if you work at Boom Cycle, so you're encouraged, obviously, to take part. Um we try to, you know, based on the individual, we try not to let people do too many classes that you absolutely destroy yourself as well if you're an instructor. Um, there are some people who are super young and fit and they can handle lots and lots. But, you know, often I find myself and um, Bangs, who works with me to look after the instructors, sometimes they're like, OK, mate, maybe you have a few too many on. Do you think maybe we should slow this down? Um, because everyone gets so excited. But also it's really hard on the body. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be careful not, yeah. not to go in too hard. Um, are there any other secrets to running a happy team? Any mistakes you've made along the way with workplace happiness? Yes. So, um, so some good advice that I've been given and that we've tried to follow but haven't always got it right is um, hire for culture mm-hmm. and then teach the skills. Um, so, yeah, I feel like there have been a few instances where we maybe didn't meet individuals, you know, enough times before we brought them in. And then we're like, oh, God, the culture is so not fitting with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes everybody uncomfortable which is like the opposite and then then you're like trying to claw it back um so yeah basically that's the only mistake i can think of but i'm sure there's like a thousand more (laughs) what do you do in those kind of situations when you realize that someone's just not right for the team doesn't fit the culture how do you handle it gosh i mean it really depends um first of all you have to try to give them a chance to you know change the behavior um generally fitting the culture is like if you're if you're really really cool and nice and fun but then you know if you start to do things that people consider rude then you're like oh god like so you gotta sit down and chat with them you're like this is the problem this is why we think this is not working out and Mm -hmm. give them a chance to handle it and generally it it works itself out where people can feel Mm -hmm. they're like oh wow like this is not working for them either because they're used to working in a different kind of environment and it's not like anybody's wrong it's just that it's coming across in a different way if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. so you basically have to explain it um, and then they'll try it and then if it doesn't work then generally they're like oh well maybe it's not working out yeah (laughs) Yeah. I do find often these cases if they're if you're feeling it they're feeling it exactly. you know yeah. they can feel it's not right for them either on on environment do you guys work out of an office or do you work around the different boom cycles so we tried to do an office for a while we've had a few offices and um, most the most recent office it was super cool it was like a really great space um, and it was really like in a great location in London Bridge but no one ever went there mm. because we have I guess quite a few studios it's a lot um, easier for people just to go and like meet people on site and catch a class and all that 
stuff. Um, so it was like Monday, we would all go to the office and then we'd pay all this rent and nobody would go the rest of the days of the week. So we got rid of it. And so now we're just working out of all the studios. And you know, I think that's so important is, is to find the environment that just works for you and your team. Like you guys are about classes. You're about the energy of Boom Cycle and actually taking yourselves out of that energy perhaps isn't right for the business. Um, but putting your hands up and saying that can be quite hard when people think, oh, companies need to have an office. They need to be based somewhere. It makes you feel a bit more professional, maybe. But you'll find something that works for you. Yeah, totally. I mean, we are lucky enough that we've got um, access to meeting rooms whenever we need them, um, you know, around the different sites or an investor's office or something like that. So we, we have that also. We have our Soho House membership, which mm. we can use from time to time for meetings if needed. Um, so, yeah, we don't think we don't really need it. Yeah. We've yeah. got fridges and microwaves and all that stuff at the studios. And but I can understand how that can make communication a little difficult. If people are based in different studios or you know not seeing each other for a few days, you have to be careful with communication. Exactly. So that's another reason why it's good. Like you know, if you can't see each other face to face, pick up the phone first, and then you can follow up with all the points of what you talked about later. Yeah. But um, but it's better so you don't have that. Were, were they rude to me through through message? No, it was just the way it was written. It was it wasn't meant anything. So. Yeah, it can be misinterpreted. Yeah. <laughs> how about stress? How do you how do you personally manage stress at work? I mean, other than booming. Yeah, I was just going to say booming. Thank goodness I still teach a lot of (laughs) classes because it helps so much. Um, I started doing Headspace, which is fun. Um, Although I must admit I haven't done it in the last seven days, but it's on my list of (laughs) things to do. But when I do it, I feel great. Um, Other than that, I love to try to get outside and take a walk. Something about being around nature. So one of our studios is right next to Battersea Park. So whenever I can, if I'm like, oh, God, like I'm feeling anxious about something, I've got to do like a really difficult call or somebody's made me mad or bad uh, bad communication, <laughs> etc. I'll just take a walk in the park and being around the trees and like the river really makes me feel a lot more calm. Mm-hmm. And centered. And centered. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I find the meditation thing funny because it, it's it you like you said it's another thing to add onto a list and that's yeah. not really the point is it that you're no no um, also yeah yeah I, it's good it's good but it, then if I pressure myself too much to do it I'm like no I'm not going to <laughs> do you find having your husband as your business partner is do you think it uh, as the stress, what makes it easier? Because I can imagine going home with problems from work is probably quite an easy thing to fall into. But then you've also got someone that you're very close to who you're sharing the experience with. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea because I haven't seen it the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it would compare because we started Boom Cycle together. And gosh, since 2010, if you can believe, it's been, what, nine, nine years, years we've been working on this together. Wow. Um, it's really great to be able to, to share it with each other. Um, but also there are times, like you know, when one of us is like super focused on the work and one of us is like man I just want to like can we have a glass of wine and like not talk about work and the other person's super serious and it can be him sometimes and sometimes it's me um, so that that's sort of annoying where I think if one of us wasn't in the business then probably we'd probably not do that and try to spend more time without the business mm. if that makes sense mm. um, but at the same time we're really happy and we really love spending all this time together and we're great at working on this business together because we have such different skill sets that complement each other Yeah. so we're really lucky in that way Um, I wouldn't want to change it Mm. I was going to ask what do you think makes a good team together like what makes you good at doing at running boom cycle together is it the is it the opposing skill sets I think it's definitely the opposing skill sets and also um, I think in a way uh, because we're together in our relationship then we have to choose our battles where we could maybe bicker a little bit more we're like man I don't want to ruin my whole night at home as well so maybe I'm just going to (laughs) not you know go that far 
are on, the, on whatever specified argument I'm about to start. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I also want to have a nice night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, so for our final section, our, our quick fire round, um, I would like to know what are three healthy foods that you couldn't live without? Gosh, um, I love salmon. I eat so much salmon that my husband's like, you're going to turn into a salmon. Um, <laughs> Cooked raw. Uh, I generally cook it at home, but I do eat it raw, not at home. Um, also, I love matcha tea. I feel like it uplifts me and like I get a bit of a caffeine like lift, but also not in such like a, a crazy way like coffee. Yeah, not like the shakes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm floating rather than when I'm raving or something. <laughs> um, and then I would say green juice. I love making my own green juice. I've had this juicer. I've had it for God, like se- seven or eight years and the poor thing's about to fall apart. But I hammer that thing every weekend to make juice for the week. I love my green juice. <laughs> what's, what's your recipe? Um, it depends on what um, what's around. Right now, I'm really into celery juice because mm-hmm. I feel like I have a problem with dehydration because I sweat so much and I feel I've heard it's really hydrating. Yeah. But when I don't, ha- I can't find enough celery at the shop downstairs. I'll do um, cucumber, ginger, green apple, and either spinach or kale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very really healthy. zesty. Celery juice is very on trend. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, no, it's so on trend. It's, oh. a, it's a big Instagram celery juice. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. I heard it from a friend actually a few months ago, and then I finally was like, man, my skin's dry. Maybe I'll try celery juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a doctor, the medical medium, and he's the oh. pioneer of celery juice. He's not an actual medical doctor though. He's no, but the medical medium. Yeah, he's a medium. Oh, like a like a a, like, psycho, yeah, like, a psychic medium. Yeah, like a psychic wow. medium. But he very much believes he's in a linguist juice. as well. I like that alliteration. <laughs> medical medium. He is. Okay. <laughs> what about three forms of exercise you couldn't live without? Obviously, obviously, obviously boom. <laughs> obviously. obviously boom. Obviously, um, I love to go for a run. It's not a super efficient way to exercise compared to something like boom cycle, but it clears my mind, and I like to be out in the fresh air. I especially love a run in the rain, um, and I love reformer pilates. Mm. Love reformer pilates. Me too. Any particular um, studios? I mean, right now I visit Legree and Hardcore. Mm. Um, those are the ones that I visit the most. Um, I feel like it really rocks my body. Like sometimes I can barely get downstairs afterwards for a few days, which I love. I love it as well. <laughs> I know what I love about it is in the moment it doesn't feel that bad yeah. compared to other forms, and then a day later you're like, I literally cannot walk. Exactly, like yeah. I must have worked really hard. <laughs> yeah. Don't feel it quite so much. Yeah, you just get ripped. Like reformer plus spin is yeah. yes. It's oh all yes. Iron, iron woman. Um, okay, how do you invest in yourself? What do, what do you do as self-investments? Self-investments. Well, I have to say, when we do take a holiday, it's a nice holiday pretty much all the time because we don't do it that often. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to I wanna feel comfortable when I'm in that recharge mode. Like, I do not have a problem spending money on a nice flight in a nice hotel, mm-hmm. for sure, because this is my time to, like, soak up all the energy and the goodness that I have to expel for, like, the next three to six months. So <laughs> bring it on. Um, also, we invest a lot in, in food. Um, so when we do eat meat, we'll go to the really nice butcher um, on Pavilion Road in Chelsea um, or, you know, other, there are other nice ones. But it's worth spending the money, I think, to make sure that, you know, it's it's all done nicely and, and you know, you're not eating animals filled with crazy hormones mm. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And also that they have a nice life. Yeah. Um, happy cows. Exactly. Happy cows. Yeah. And like the butcher there, he's like, well, I know that this particular animal and like I feel like he's got pictures of them in, in an album somewhere. Like, it's amazing. It's so impressive. 
expensive. Um, also, you know, getting really nice um, fruit and vegetables and mm-hmm. making sure we have a lot of that stuff around the house um, just to keep us going. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't have all that and you're working as hard as we work, then you're just going to crash real quick. Yeah, or end up eating digestive biscuits. Totally, yeah, totally. And um, we're big tea freaks. We love our tea. So, yeah, we spend on tea, antioxidants and Why things. Not? Invest in tea. Why yeah. not? Where's all your bucket list? Where would you like to go next on holiday? Well, next we are going for the first time to India. <gasps> Exciting. Yes. I feel like you were just there. I, I was just in India. I went to, yes, I will speak to you. I went yes, to Kerala. Yeah. ate a lot of curry. <laughs> nice. I can't wait. I love curry. Yeah, so we're going to do um, Udaipur, Jaipur, New Delhi, and then the Andaman Islands, which are way oh, out God. in the Bay of Fantastic. Bengal. Yeah, I've I'm heard so a lot pumped. about the Andaman Islands. So excited. Apparently amazing um, snorkeling. Oh, really? Great. So. And apparently amazing seafood, too, which <laughs> I'm excited for. Yeah. And then um, and then also this year we're going to do Tel Aviv, which we've never done. God, you're literally going to my favorite places. Yeah. This is great. Well, if you have any advice, please holler at your girl. advice, Thanks. always. <laughs> um, we, spoke about, we spoke about going for walks um, to help your mental health. Is there anything else that you do on a daily or weekly basis to, to look after your mental health? Gosh, I mean, I guess if I start to feel that I am, I don't know, getting down or getting super agitated, then I try to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and just take a minute for myself because um, I feel like it's probably like a self-fulfilling thing where if you start to feel agitated and then you keep going, then you're probably just going to fizzle out or something worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just try to slow down. I think mm-hmm. that's always my thing. I'm always going so fast. So just try to take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. Take a breath. Have some matcha. Have some matcha. Yeah. I try to get a lot of sleep. I feel like that really helps as well. I feel more centered when I get at least eight hours, sometimes 10, but who's counting? <laughs> Amazing. And finally, the last question that we're asking all our guests on this season is what makes you happy at work? What makes me happy at work is having, um, first of all, our team be happy and enjoy their jobs. And I love it so much. Like when when we have... um, our staff nights out and we can all like have a couple drinks and talk and, and I love it when they're like you know what it's really a great environment to work out I love it as well when, when people um, for whatever reason have gone elsewhere and then like I want to come back I'm like yes <laughs> that means that we're, we're doing, doing well something right, yeah. exactly that really makes me happy um, and also seeing that all of us together can provide this service that brings so much joy um, and happiness and a service that people really need especially in a busy London life um, that improves their lives and makes them happy um, all of that is super rewarding and it makes me happy um, mm. at work. Yeah, you know you're spreading the good vibes. Absolutely. Well, Hilary Rowland, you've been the most delightful first guest. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I've had the best time as always. You've been fab. <laughs> if people would like to find out more about you um, and about BoomCycle, where should they find you online? Uh, so www.boomcycle.co.uk um, and then me, I don't have my own website, but I've got Instagram. So um, hdogboom. That's a thing. Go on there for the sweaty selfies. There we go. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. listening to this week's episode of Work Happy. If you're looking to work happier, book your free week at any work-life space at work.life forward slash free trial. Thanks for listening and don't forget to share, subscribe, rate and review. We'll see you next time and until then, work happy. Candy Store production for Work Life, hosted by Angelica Malin and produced by Van Connor. T-shirt weather by Poddington Bear appears under Creative Commons 3.0 with podcast recording facilities in partnership with Work Life. Visit work.life for more information. You can find us at candystoreproductions.co.uk. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.